Before we start today's show, have you checked out the dogbookcompany.com? Chic, timeless, and the ideal gift for any dog owner, the Dog Book Company has a range of stylish notebooks and coffee table books that are simply adorable. And because we love dogs as much as you, we give back $1 from every sale to dog charities. Shop now at thedogbookcompany.com and get free shipping on US and Australian orders. Now you can enjoy the show. Welcome to The Dog Show, a podcast for dog mums and dads who like to spoil their pups and care for their well-being. I'm your host, Will Blunt, and every week I interview global experts about dog health, nutrition, behaviour, trends, and much more. Let's sink our teeth into this week's episode. This episode features Jessica Marie. Jess is a devoted dog mother to her whippet Bud, an artist at Pop Art Puppy Dogs. Her artwork combines an obsession with American pop art and Japanese anime to create eye-catching portraits of our best friends. In the interview, we discuss why personalised pet art is a timeless way to pay tribute to your dog. And we also take a behind-the-scenes look at Jess's creative process. Hey, Jess, welcome to the dog show today. Thanks very much for coming on. Hi, thank you for having me. You're welcome, you're welcome. So let's start with something nice and light. I want to hear a little bit more about your dog, Bud. Uh, he's a <laughs> he's a whippet, is that right? Yeah, he sure is. He's my sweetheart. <laughs> um he is a whippet. <laughs> he, he's six years old and really for a black and white dog, he has an extremely colourful personality. He was super shy when I first adopted him and we've worked through like in some anxiety troubles over the years. But once you get to know him and once you get his trust, he's just this quirky bossy, like inquisitive, sweet little boy. Um, and he's always very well-meaning. He's a very wonderful studio assistant <laughs> and a great source of inspiration and amusement to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. is, is anxiety common with whippets or? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a trait that sometimes within some of the breeds, like a lot of separation anxiety, as they're just sort of a nervous personality like generally but yeah, yeah bud bud's getting through it and yeah he is really quite a character <laughs> so this is probably a bit of a tangent but i'm actually i'm quite interested about the anxiety thing what what kind of symptoms was he showing when he gets anxious and how did you how did you kind of overcome that yeah well bud like when you left him at home he'd start sort of barking and and like kind of chewing the furniture and, and the house, which wasn't ideal. Mm. I mean, if you left him outside, the poor thing would try and jump the fence to go and find me. So with a bit of behavioural training, more so to train me than him, um, <laughs> like, you know, I've learnt how to kind of speak his language and, you know, he's he's a different dog. He's, he's such a wonderful <laughs> puppy and, like, going for walks and everything. As long as I, I think, you know, how if you know how to, kind of handle mm. that anxiety in a dog and it really is a behavioural thing. Like we've made great strides from where he was to what he is now. Cool. I'm guess, I guess he's probably loving having you home 
more often oh, at the absolutely. moment. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he adores it. I don't know. Like he, he's getting really used to it actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be the problem when we actually start to to go back and do things. Our dog's going to be yeah. so used to us being at home all the time. Yeah, I'll have to kick up the training to another notch. <laughs> <laughs> So to whippets in general, is there anything about whippets which is, you know, particularly unique that you think people wouldn't know about? Well, we all know whippets are fast. So I looked up, they, they, according to the internet, they can hit speeds of 56 kilometres per hour or 35 miles per hour. So, uh, like, it might be a misconception that because of they're so fast, they could be really active and, like, energetic dogs but they really aren't. Okay. <laughs> um, they are super lazy and total couch potatoes. So like Bud will zoom around and have a, like this quick burst of playtime and then spend the rest of the day sleeping. Mm. So, <laughs> and like lazing in the sun, like you leave a, you know, if you want to catch a whippet, just leave like a soft bed or blanket out <laughs> in the sunny, sunny patch and like wait a bit and then you'll be guaranteed to get one. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. That's I guess because as you said, because when someone thinks of a, like a long strided fast dog, they're probably imagining that they're going to be more active, but it sounds like a whippet could be a good apartment dog even. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like they need probably fewer walks to get by but they certainly love going on them <laughs> as <laughs> well yeah most dogs do most dogs yeah. do. would you say that whippets are your favorite breed of dog or do you have a favorite breed of dog oh that, that's a very difficult question because <laughs> i get introduced to so many different and wonderful breeds of dogs through the portraits that i paint like whippets have definitely won me over and won my heart but when I was really young I've got this list that I wrote probably like when I was primary school age of all the dogs that I like um, there's a photo of it on my website but on this list it says the dogs I like are a pug a beagle a labrador a whippet a great dane a greyhound and a giant schnauzer okay <laughs> so like life goals <laughs> Um, so at least I've ticked one breed off the list. I was going to say, um, at least you had the foresight as a kid to write whip it down, you know? <laughs> well, it was meant to be. And I, I, I rated my choices on this list as well. And number one was actually a pug, which I'm pretty sure was because of the movie Milo and Otis okay. <laughs> at the time. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many like different and gorgeous breeds out there. I've Got to give a special mention to Cavoodles. I've done um, a lot of portraiture of this breed and they're super cute and they're, they're winning me over too. <laughs> yeah, they're very, very popular breed, the Cavoodles at the moment. Yeah. I guess they're good for city living, aren't they? Yes, yeah. I've had the pleasure to meet one of my clients, Cavoodles, as well, and they're just amazing. So I guess that probably leads leads us into understand a bit more about how you got into like doing pet portraits is, I guess it sounds like you've loved dogs for a long, long time. Do you want to tell me a bit more about like the journey that got you into being an artist that actually like specialized in pet portraits? Yeah, for sure. Well, I've, I've always been into art from, from a young age and like as I've, I've grown up and developed my art, I really love American pop art and Japanese anime and manga. 
they've really been my influences and like painting throughout the years like through school and uni like generally like I was influenced by those styles and generally painting animals in like really colorful paintings so that's where kind of my like my style evolved from and the reason why now I paint pets specifically was uh, mostly because of my first uh, whippet fin Sadly, he's he's no longer with me, but he's very special because he was there when kind of that idea clicked. Yeah, I was I was talking with a neighbour, um, with him beside me about about dogs, about art, and she showed me a dog that she'd done a drawing of, and, and there's Finn next to me going. So <laughs> what about me? What are you going to do about that? <laughs> Which was, you know, like the idea fell together and, and with that bit of inspiration, Finn became my first pop art puppy portrait. Oh, cool. That's a, nice, yeah. that's a nice thing to, and I think that's one of the main reasons I imagine people would be, would be getting personalised, right, for, for their dogs because, you know, if, if those times, if once they're gone, you know, you've got a great memory, like a, of that dog that you can have forever so oh absolutely yeah they they they're a great way to commemorate a dog and sort of also go through kind of that healing process and like have this amazing artwork on your wall that you can treasure and look at forever and kind of remember the happy times you've had with the dog so yeah like I've painted pets for all sorts of all sorts of reasons but um sort of in the beginning after after Finn's portrait, I painted uh, a greyhound for a friend for a gift. So and that went on Facebook, and sort of all of a sudden I get an inquiry to for another greyhound painting. So all of a sudden I was getting getting commission requests, and to where I am now, it really just snowballed from there. Well, I think you've got one particular benefit, which is like the art so beautiful, which is a benefit in the sense that it could be easily like self-promotional in a way like once people share it on social media they're going to want to share it again and it's very personalized ticks a lot of those boxes from a a social media perspective I think which is you know a credit to you obviously because you're creating beautiful art but so what do you think and this is probably something that might be self-explanatory but there might be other things that I'm, I'm not thinking about why do you think people are drawn to personalized art for their pets more so than, you know, just buying a general, like a uh, greyhound print or, you know, a French bulldog print or whatever it is. Yeah. Pet art I think is really special because it captures your pet Mm. um, in that way that you can treasure. No, it it isn't like just a print of a French bulldog. Like it's Frankie, it's your pet. (laughs) It's, It's, um, it's got, you know, his markings, his grin, his attitude all kind of wrapped up into this beautiful artwork. Um, I think like we develop such deep connections with our dogs and each has their own personality, which is really lovely. And to commemorate that in a portrait, you know, and have something bright and beautiful you can show off on your wall in your home or on your social media to really like bring that that pet spirit to life I think is is quite wonderful yeah oh you don't need to sell me on it I think I totally agree <laughs> um but you, you did try to sell me that because I'm talking about my dog Frankie <laughs> <laughs> yeah I did stalk your dog that's all right <laughs> boy he's so gorgeous <laughs> I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that one of your paintings would look pretty good in our apartment somewhere add a bit more color my wife's very 
black and white tones though so I'd have to try and get it across the line but <laughs> uh, we'll work on that yeah 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 <laughs> okay so I'm interested to know, hear a little bit more about like your process so let's say for example I wanted to get Frankie um, a portrait of Frankie done in the style of painting that you do the pop art style what would the process look like well, it all starts really from a photo and getting to know, we're getting to know the pet, getting to mm. know Frankie. I like to involve my clients in the process of, of making their portrait. Um, I think it's half the fun to see your pet come to life on the, in the artwork. So I offer stages of feedback throughout the painting process once we've got all the details about you know, what your pet's personality is and some photo references um, like right through from the first drawing to as I add layers of colour and detail and then into the final portrait, like seeing that come together, mm. I really uh, like to to keep my clients involved with and, of course, they know their, their pets best as well so we can really like, you know, showcase them in exactly the way that they want in their homes. Yeah, I, I just thinking about that, it almost make an amazing stop motion video where like the process of you like sketching and then going through to the painting pro, uh, stage as well. That'd be an amazing sentimental piece in itself, I think, for the for the owners. But Yeah, I did one of uh, when I painted my dog, Bud, I, mm. I filmed that entire process and, and did make a video that's up on my website. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. It was a very, very good thing to do, but a very uh, time-consuming. <laughs> <laughs> very time-consuming. Um, How long does it take you to from do – you, do you kind of do this over multiple days or do you sit down and just try and knock out a painting in one? Like the full process is usually a couple of weeks. It really does depend on how complex the portrait, how many pets are in it, the medium I'm using. Mm. It's really hard to give an exact (laughs) number, but I work with my clients on, um, you know, if it's a gift, what it would take to be ready for the the date that they need it. So um, it's all very, very fluid kind of process. I guess I was more intrigued by your, like, creative process. Do you feel like you have... You like to sit down for long periods or? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of get into the the zone with it <laughs> once I start. So I usually can waste waste away the hours <laughs> um, <laughs> sitting at my easel and not remembering to get up. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's really, it's very consuming, but it's also, it gives me a lot of joy because it's something I really love to do on a subject matter I really love. So Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine it'd be almost therapeutic in a way as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So, this whole like personalized pet art is a, a bit of a trend at the moment. I feel like in the in the pet space, there's lots of different options out there for people. There's you know everything from standardized prints to you know really customized art, which what is what you're you're doing. It's probably a little bit intimidating for owners that are looking for you know something to show showcase their dog. What would you recommend to an owner that's looking for an artist to look out for? What questions should they be asking to make sure that they've found the right artist for them? Yeah, well, pet portraits certainly are popular. I mean, I I started doing this back in 2014. Um, mm. So since I've been on the scene, I've seen a lot of artists like come through and, and paint pet portraits um, over the years, which is awesome because the more pet art in the world, the better. Um, <laughs> I, I I think um, like it gives people a great amount of choice. 
when it comes to what they can they can commission of their pet. I think it's first firstly like it's important to decide what style you'd like your pet to be depicted in. Like speaking for myself and I'm sure many other artists, we spend years kind of honing in on our individual style. So it's really good to have a look at, at artworks an artist has done before and make sure you're happy to to have your pet like depicted in the same way. And so like if it's a more realistic style, if it's a more stylized, I mean I I paint obviously in a very big, bright, colourful style. That's not to say that's for everyone. Um, I believe that pets like brighten up our lives and mm. so should their art. <laughs> but it's, it's really great to have a lot of choice out there for different artists. And I, I recommend looking on Instagram as a really good place to start your search for something um, if you're looking for a pet portrait. In terms of, of being intimidated by the process, please don't be. Um, <laughs> it's probably good to start um, if you don't know where to start, like sending a photo mm. through to the artist that you're looking at. I can definitely speak for myself and I hope other pet portrait artists out there that we adore looking at photos of your dog just as much as you do. <laughs> um, so uh Sending through a photo and and perhaps a bit of a description on what your dog is like is a really nice starting point. And as an artist, we can direct you uh, to what information that we need to bring up like a quote and sort of hash out all the details of what you're looking for for the pet portrait. Yeah, perfect. So I guess what what you're saying is to do a bit of research, get to know some artists out there by looking on Instagram or online or anything like that to get a feel for the style that you're looking for and then just just jump in and send a photo or get in touch with them and, and see what they can, like what that relationship's like, whether it's the type of, type of artist you want to work with. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everyone works in, in a slightly different way. So it's really good just to, to reach out and, and, um, the process will, will go from there. Um, and then, yeah, you can, you can see if it's the right fit and it's, if it's something that you want to move forward with. Do you think that's at all different if, you know, I'm buying a gift for someone? So like, obviously I know if I want to get it for myself, I know my own style, I know what I like, but you know, if you're like, what kind of questions would you ask me about my friend if, if I wanted to get something done for them? Yeah, I mean, commissioning for a gift, um, it's really good, first off, if you you know the style yeah. of the person you're buying for. If you're not too sure, it's sort of something that we can we can work around in that we can do a like a initial sketch or a concept just to see if it's something that you think your friend will like. I've done many, many portraits as, as gifts and they've all been received beautifully with with heaps of praise so I don't think there's much you can do that's wrong <laughs> when it comes to creating a custom pet portrait or a commissioning no. one for someone uh, that's special to you but definitely if you can suss out like what kind of style they're into you know you're better positioned there too I guess if you think someone's really particular then <laughs> yeah you could always batches yeah are great. exactly yeah <laughs> I, I, I want to get you this art, but I know that you're going to want to, you know, <laughs> shape it yourself. Yeah, so. <laughs> and, and yeah, that's where where you could consider getting a voucher. I, you know, I've done it that way as well, where the recipient of the gift gets to go along on that journey of the creation of their artwork, which is also 
awesome as well. Well, it's an experience as well, rather than just you know that one the, the painting. Like once the painting's there, then it's complete. But I think that the way you've explained the whole process would be enjoyable as an owner as well. So yeah, and for the artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool, Jess. Well, thanks for all that info. Where can people find out more about pop art puppy dogs and everything you're doing? Yeah, for sure. Uh, my website's the best place to go. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> um, so uh, popartpuppydogs.com is where I have all my artwork up online and details about the style, my style, myself, my dog, and an inquiry form there if you want to come and say hi and, and get a quote for a, a portrait. And Instagram is a great place to go as well where I update what I'm doing and all the different and new artwork uh, that I'm posting up. So uh, you can definitely find uh, me there and I look forward to hearing from everyone who would love to get a pop art puppy dog's portrait done. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I, I feel like all my guests need to have these signs. It just makes it so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely for the video. <laughs> yeah, for the video. I guess it doesn't make much sense for the audio, does it? Oh, well. <laughs> Anyway, thanks so much for coming on today, Jess. I really enjoyed hearing more about, you know, your artwork and the process you go through. And I think for anyone looking to get some personalized pet art done, it's definitely worthwhile checking out your website. So thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me.